This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. the brand new one hour version of the Crusher Phoenix radio show on a Monday, May 17th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, the savage one, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how was your weekend? Oh, man, it was a fantastic weekend. My nephew graduated, uh, got to spend some time with uh, family members I hadn't seen in years and uh, had an awkward Awkward moment. Uh, we got through it. A uh, little, little awkward there with the old exeroni. That was uh, a little much, but uh, it was good, man. Nephew graduated high school. Can't believe that's happened. And then uh, uh, what else did I do? I got together with family yesterday for a barbecue. The Avs uh, start their run in the playoffs tonight. Best team in the NHL. Well, best record in the NHL. I am biased as far as best team, hence wearing this oversized jersey today. I feel like a little kid in this dang thing. I was even commenting before. Right. Wearing daddy's jersey. Dad let me wear his jersey today. It was real nice. You're definitely swimming in it, Tone. That's for sure. Fudge, man. Yeah. Let's wear it just today. Support the McKinnon. There you go. I, I don't know. I'm sure these fit better if you actually have pads and stuff. Right. You know, I think that's what, that's what they're designed for. They're not designed for the little guy. Like, this thing is ridiculous. But uh, I digress, man. Mine was a great weekend. How was yours? You know, it was a good weekend. Uh, boy, what did I do? I uh, got a lot of stuff done around the house. Uh, hung out with the uh, uh, adoptive nieces yesterday. Went to uh, boy, the zoo. Got some pizza, went to Build-A-Bear, everything you do with a uh, two-year-old and a five-year-old. And so I had a lot of fun, but uh, trying to recuperate a little bit today because kids are exhausting. Oh, man. Kids kids are a lot of work. Kudos to you parents out there. Um, It is a lot, man. When I was at Disney World with the niece and nephew, I, I just admire their parents. I'm like, how? I just don't know how you do this all the time. I know it's a joint effort, but. Yeah, it's a lot, man. So yep. kudos to you parents out there. Not easy. Not easy. Luckily, See, my boys. I'm not a parent because I wear dad's, dad's jersey. <laughs> what Luck- I mean? Luckily, my boys are getting a little bit on the older side, so a little easier to take care of than the little yeah, ones. Could, but... could, they, could they stop growing, too? That would be uh, nice. Uh, like... my, my 11-year-old is almost six feet tall. Yeah. It's, That's crazy. It's, 
It's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. (laughs) Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question from my co-host. Tony, have you ever gotten into a fist fight over trading cards? Not over trading cards, no. When we were kids, my last fist fight was seventh grade, and that was just because my buddy uh, picked a fight with the uh, captain of the wrestling team. Now, granted, I retired. I ended up kicking his ass, which was good because I thought I was going to get my ass kicked. I was actually really scared, but but I ended up winning, which was cool. But never over trading cards. Yeah, I think I know where this is going to go, so let's roll. All right. Well, all that goes to say that Target, you know, that store that sells trading cards, among other I've things. I've never heard of that store ever. No, I prefer no. K- I prefer Kmart. Oh, me too. Def- definitely Kmart. Definitely Kmart. <laughs> Love their other work. Definitely Kmart. Well, Target is pulling in-store sales of popular trading cards, citing employee safety after a parking lot brawl in one of its stores uh, broke out last week. The retailer told CBS Money Watch it would no longer sell Pokemon and sports trading cards in its physical location starting Friday. The safety of our guests and our team is our top priority. Out of an abundance of caution, we've decided to temporarily suspend the sale of MLB, NFL, NBA, and Pokemon trading cards within our stores, effective May 14th. Guests can continue to shop these cards online at Target.com, a Target spokesperson said in a statement. Trading cards have surged in popularity during the pandemic. Pokemon cards especially are flying off the shelves so fast the printing press can barely keep up. Some early editions of the card game, which turned 25 this year, have fetched hundreds, uh, it says hundreds of, uh, hundreds of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars in online there's, auction. Yeah. Uh, there's cards that go for a lot, man. Yep. They are. I never got into the Pokemon craze. Me neither. Even recently printed Pokemon cards are quickly climbing in price. Soaring card prices are driving some would-be collectors to extremes. In recent months, scalpers have targeted Pokemon cards destined for McDonald's Happy Meals and ravaged cereal boxes on supermarket shelves to to extract the special edition cards within. In Japan, one man allegedly climbed down a rope to break into a store and carry away $9,000 worth of Pokemon cards according to the gamer.com. So uh, was it like mission impossible? Tom Cruise. <laughs> do, 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 do. Gotta catch them all. Sounds like it. I, who, who... <laughs> Stole them all. Got my, what? I, uh, I bail on that. I don't know their names. I got my Volbeat and my Charizard <laughs> and my Eevee. I mean, who would think that adults would devolve? Yeah, devolved to fist fights and breaking into places just to try and grab uh, kids' trading cards. Kids, this let me tell you the story of how I ended up in prison. <laughs> so when you were a kid, there was this craze called Pokemon. Your father went above and beyond for you as I broke into your local Target. And now I'm doing 10 to 15 for aggravated assault, robbery, you know, that old chestnut. All for little Pikachu. Well, folks, it is Monday. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Briefly, I hate Mondays. Hate them. Therefore, I decree from this day forward, there will be no more Mondays. There was no more Mondays for a while. We actually got away from Mondays. Yeah. But now being back at the one hour version of the show, well, you know, we've got uh, not quite as many segments, but quality segments for you, including the Phoenix Tank, where we uh, review Kickstarter gadgets, see if Tony would be willing to invest. 
We round out the day with this day in history, and Tony is up next with our Monday segment of Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. Folks, do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot on surprises and delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. (laughs) From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Browsers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F E N I X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've got a little thing we talk about each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day week voicemail line giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe uh, you got into a fist fight over Pokemon cards or Pogs back in the day. We want to know about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. <clears throat> now, it is Monday, and as we do on Mondays, or at least you know, the last Monday that we actually did a show, we, Tony is going to go ahead and take us through Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. I almost forgot what the segment. I <laughs> forgot what the segment title was. <laughs> hey, Daddy. <laughs> so on this segment this week, we are going to cover 40 hilariously honest notes from kids, whether it's their total ignorance of social norms or their lack of understanding of how the world works. Kids definitely do say the darndest things. It's probably why the list of weird things that kids have written to their parents, teachers is hilarious. So in this segment today, I'm going to read a list of funny kids notes. And some of these kids want to run away from home. <laughs> <laughs> While others are just brutally honest about how they of, of how they feel. It's not their fault. They say things that are so silly. So hopefully you get a chuckle out of these. And um, I know we don't have our little countdown. So um, I'll keep I'll you posted. Do my best. <laughs> All right. You just wrap me because I know our little cheat. Normally we have a clock that kind of tells me when to shut up. So um, feel free to interrupt and uh, let me know so I don't go too far. Right. But with that being said, uh, we will start with this note here. Um, Dear mom, thank you so much for being my mom. If I had a different mom, I would punch her in the face and go find you. Love, Brooke. <laughs> she really it's loves just, her mom. She really loves her mom so much that she punch her right in the face. No other moms, only uh, her mom. Just her mom. 
Um, I met a new friend named Sarah. We became friends because I kicked her in the face and said sorry. And now we be best friends. Tony, that's how you and I became best friends, right? It is. Yeah, you kicked me right in the face and said, hey, fat ass, I'm going to come over to your house. I'm going to eat your cupcakes. I said, okay, it sounds good. <laughs> no, and skin, that's not how that happened. Here we are 20-something years later. Yeah, still friends. I'm still, still hurt face there. Dear Mrs. McMahon, you're a good teacher, but you're not my most favorite. <laughs> you know, thanks. At least you, uh, you're you're good, but you're not great, McMahon. You're just good. That kid's learning uh, uh, what Negan, really early in life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, this kid just wrote sorry because of nothing. Just they're not sorry. Just. Because of nothing. It's a preemptive, sorry. Yeah, I'm just prepping. Dear Tooth Fairy, I lost my tooth on 23rd of October. Now it is November 12th. I lost my tooth in pizza. I lost both today. You owe me a dollar. Not to be hard, but I need my money. Love, Anessa. <laughs> and what's great is it's on one of those classic, you know, like three ring uh, pieces of paper with the blue lines and uh -huh. the red line. It's all folded and it's got stains on it and stuff. Cause these are like, they're not, they're not tweets or anything. They're actual screenshots of these notes. So right. I'll read them my best. Like the kid, it's in really bad handwriting, but yeah, damn it. Tooth fairy, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, you owe Anessa a dollar. Okay. Well, and it sounds like Anessa's, uh, maybe she owes some guys some money who are going to break her legs and, uh, you know, she needs the money from the tooth fairy to, uh, times are hard for Anessa, man. Yeah, times yeah. are very flipping hard. Hey, dear dad, I'm so glad that me and Isaac are staying with you. Me and Isaac miss you. I hope you and mom will get back together. But you and mom won't because my mom does not like you. <laughs> hey, kids are honest, man. Yeah. Kids know when shit is weird. They don't care. <laughs> They're like, hey, look, I love you. Isaac loves you, too. And, you know, you're a good dad. But uh, mom, 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 she doesn't like you. <laughs> sounds sounds like a very realistic kid. You know, yeah, I wish they get sure back together. But you know what? It's not going to happen. Mom hates your dad. I'm sure, I'm sure like in a real world, if the nieces and nephews were younger, little and more honest back then, you know, because they're adults. They're not going to say stuff. They get what's going on. There, there would have been a lot more awkwardness on right. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Segregating rooms. What's going on? <laughs> Dear God, thank you for the baby brother. But what I prayed for was a puppy. Love, Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, another harsh reality coming her way soon. Yeah, yeah. Hey, love the little guy, but hey, big guy, let's try this again. <laughs> Dear mom and dad, don't bother to give me dinner. I'm not that hungry. Love, cross that out from the saddest person in the world. I'm just not hungry. <laughs> I'm going hungry. They're on the hunger strike. <laughs> like, like, what do you do? Mommy, I love you sometimes. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, dot, 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 exclamation point. <laughs> on a green, on this random green construction paper. But only sometimes. But only sometimes. Sometimes you're a mean mommy. <laughs> Dear Brady, Miss P made me write you this note. All I want to say sorry for is not being sorry because I tried to feel sorry, but I 
but I don't feel sorry, Liam. <laughs> so apparently Liam and Brady are not the best of friends. Like, it's tough. So, tough for little Liam and so, Brady. Sounds like Liam was forced to write a sorry note to Brady, who Liam wasn't really that sorry, <laughs> but he had to write the note anyway. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, this, it's a conundrum. It, it, it's a huge conundrum. In this one right here, I think it's great because it's uh, something I probably would do as a kid. Thank you for the amazing squirt gun. I will shoot you with it. Love, Scott. <laughs> Good thing they didn't get Scott a uh, Red Ryder BB gun. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, thanks for this. I'm going to put your eye out. It's just, it's just going down. Dear Julian, have a great day. Love, Mom. He responds on that very note, gives it back to her. I will not capital letters. You will not have a great day. Why was great in quotations? I don't know. <laughs> what was mom maybe expecting? Ju- maybe Julian was being a little punk. Probably. He was just being a brat and Julian responded appropriately. Like, you, you're going to treat me like I'm being a brat? I'm going to be a brat. Fair and enough. there you go, mom. Uh, I won't love you if you make me clean my room. That is all, Dave. Oh, Dave's another one who's in for a harsh yeah. reality. Fortunately, yeah. you got to do You're that mean. sometimes. You're mean, mommy. <laughs> Make me clean my room. I don't think so. Uh, my most interesting person. I think my dad is the most interesting person I know. It was easy to pick my dad over my mom because she's more like a regular mom. Ooh. That that, that was it. That's just kind of mean. That's a backhanded way of saying mom's boring. Yeah. yeah she, he's not. He's it's more of whoever that was more of a dad's child than a mom's child for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, this is great. It's a good thing. We're not FCC regulated, but I'm going to read this. So in this picture shows a stick figure with a smiley face, a little palette, like a Picasso or a Bob Ross little palette there with things in a blue apron. This is what it should be. It's actually not a palette. That's what it looks like. It's actually a grill, okay? So it's a it's a chef hat. It's a, uh, you know, apron, and it's a grill. I'm assuming hot dogs and a burger. Okay. That's what I'm guessing. All right. It looks like a, it looks like a painting is what it looks like. Um, and then dad, and then the chef hat says, my dad is the best cock ever. <laughs> and on this thing, if I could show you, it looks like a penis. It. It's rounded like a penis. It is a color of a penis. And right under it says dad. And it goes down like a stem on top of the happy stick figure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that young, the young man was supposed to say, my dad is the best cook ever, but my dad is the best cock ever. That's <laughs> what that says. And that's a pretty good one almost to end it on, but I know we got a minute. So we I do. think I can squeak one more. It says... I am running away because you think I farted when I didn't. And you know what? P.S. You are mean and I am out of here. <laughs> hey, whoever smelt it, dealt it. That was always the rule. If you smelt it, you definitely dealt it. Well, to be and fair, if you don't like it, then run away. Yeah. And to be fair, the parents don't have to deal with those kid farts anymore. So, uh, you know, it's a win-win for everybody, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, I, I want to read one more. You know what? We've got time for just that one more. Just one more. Yep. Okay. Um, Mom, 
I love you more than rainbows and beautiful blue skies. I love you more than buttercups and wings of butterflies. I love you more than cow. There's a picture of a cow. Now, the poem was was already pre-written, okay? So I think the assignment was, okay, pick your favorite person and then write what you love more. So, hey, this kid loves his mom more than he loves cow. It is a cute cow drawing made from a Crayola crayon. Good job, kid. I like it. And that concludes this week's um, silly kid, silly wabbit. This bit's for kids. So there you go. <laughs> fun stuff this week. It was a fun one. It was a fun one. And I love lamp more than cow. So, oh, do you? I I'm do. running away because you think I farted and I didn't. Oh, yes, you did. Well, folks, that does it for this segment. When we come back, we're uh, headed into Phoenix Tank Kickstarter Gadgets. You won't want to miss it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. We're also available on TV streaming services and on mobile applications, uh, mobile phones for iOS and Android uh, via the NGBN.TV app. So you can always watch us or listen to us there. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark. That's S-P-A-R-K-81. Spark! Or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now, in this segment that we've done a couple different times and always have fun with it, uh, we're going to explore Kickstarter gadgets. I'm going to present them to Tony, find out if he'd be willing to invest in them, and uh, you know, just sort of see where he lands in this segment that we call Phoenix Tank Kickstarter Gadgets. All right, first up is Chai Tea for Two, a tea board game duel. Yes, you heard me correct. A board game chai about tea for me, chai tea for you. I'll have some chai, you have some too, yeah. <laughs> yes, a board game about tea. Uh, they were seeking $20,000 for their goal. They have far exceeded that with $114,157. Take over here. I'm going to drink my chai tea here. I'm going to take on your little pirate ship and write that Mr. Little Cannonball. Okay, take a sip of my chai tea now. While you're doing that, I'll go ahead and give a quick overview. As countries look for their next cup of tea, set sail your most delicious brews in chai tea for two. Facing off as opposing tea merchants, both players strive for the most victory points by securing tea clipper contracts and improving their tea plantation. Producing green, white, oolong, yellow, black, and its dark purees, it's a race. And uh, it looks like a very complicated race that includes, um, boy, 14 dice, little tokens, cards, two sets of boards, 
almost very overly complicated. If you want to get your hand on one of these, let's see, uh, looks like $39 is the pledge in order to get uh, your own copy of Chai Tea for Two. But it's not about me, it's about whether Tony would invest in this thrilling board game about tea. Tony, is this something you'd pick up? What in the actual ass? No. Take that nope. as a no. <laughs> nope, it's a no. Here's This is something I would anticipate to run into at the ARC thrift store or your local thrift store. I just don't... I don't did why overcomplicate something like who wants to play a game that's overcomplicated like if it takes too much effort work like short attention spans man people don't want to do that well it doesn't even sound fun like I like tea but I'd rather just drink tea I don't need to play a game to have chai tea for two <laughs> not only that but most games have some sort of thrilling story behind them tea how exciting t can tea be? I mean, unless it's full of caffeine and gets you buzzed. But uh, yeah, yeah. For me, I, I don't think I'd uh, be playing that one. And I enjoy that, that, a good board game. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good board game. No. It just doesn't. I don't even think a kid would want to play that. No, and I don't think it's necessarily meant for kids. I think it's overly complicated because it's for adults. But uh, the simpler, the better. That, that's my rule. Yeah, absolutely. Oof. All right, let's move on with our next item here in the Phoenix tank. We're talking Kickstarter gadgets. This is... Kickstart my gadgets! <laughs> this is a brand called Storied Hats. They uh, were seeking $5,000, and again, far exceeded that, uh, currently at $35,371. And these are hats made from coffee, algae, and cactus. Story behind it, we started Storied Hats two years ago because we couldn't find quality hats made from sustainable materials in a range of designs without aggressive branding. After selling over 10,000 hats and receiving 99% five-star reviews, we're really excited to launch our most versatile and most sustainable hats yet. Made from used coffee grounds, cactus, algae, biomass, and more, we're confident your cranium will be thrilled and Mother Earth will be proud. And uh, let's see, it would cost you... $36 for one of these, well, they look like those hats that you used to get, uh, you know, for free when you went to like the uh, giveaway night at the ballpark. They don't look like a good, you know, quality hat, but, uh, you know, they are made from sustainable materials available for $36. Tony, are you uh, investing in storied hats? Yo! No. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's... You got to admire the the thinking outside the box, the reusing the materials. I think that's great. But hats in general, you don't like they say with the over aggressive branding. Well, you can find a blank hat. You got your you know, you go to lids and stuff. They sell just blank hats like Flex it. Flex fit makes a great just blank hat that has no branding whatsoever on there. Fits your head well. Um, hats also. It's all about the feel. And to me, those do look like cheapy handouts that are not good and hell even like real you know name brand hats like new era they make great hats it's my favorite but they also make hats that are just not that great so yeah i'm gonna have to say no how about you you know hats are always sort of a personal decision it's all about fit and uh you know again you know looking at these the the styles are are 
relatively generic. As I mentioned, they they have that look like the the giveaway ones that never really sat quite right on your head. Um, I've got a massive head to begin with, and so finding a properly fitting hat is hard enough. And then at the price point of $36, you know, that's even 20% off with the early bird special. So, you know, you're looking at a generic looking hat that, yes, is sustainable, but it's going to be more than 40 bucks for this hat when you're all said and done. You can go get yeah. a f- officially licensed hat like this one for far less than that. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I think that's what kills it. Like if you want to get that off the ground, you kind of go with about like a 10 to $20 price range. Make it affordable, half the cost of a uh, bigger brand one. Exactly. Especially if you're just trying to get it off the ground. You you don't want to overprice yourself in a, in a crowded uh, market like hats. Because exactly you can it. just go to Ross or TJ Maxx and things like that, and they have all those hats that are big name brands that are like ten bucks. So yep, do that. I absolutely agree. All right, let's move on with our last product here on the Phoenix Tank. This one is called On Air Warning. They were seeking uh, a ten thousand dollar goal. They've reached forty thousand one hundred seventy five. Quick little explanation. Check out the world's first double-sided three-light video conference mic and cam status indicator. It works on Mac and Windows with Zoom and Teams today. With your support, we plan to develop the software for even more platforms. Lights go on when you're in a meeting, when your camera's on, and when your mic is on. When you're on mute or turn your camera off, the light goes out. Tony, I picked this one specifically for you so you can have it right in front of your face so you know when your mute is on. I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) If you want your own version of it, $45, kind of cool. You know, it's something I could stick out of the uh, studio here. That way, uh, you know, I I guess the dogs can know when I'm on air. But uh, (laughs) with that being said, uh, for $45, are you investing in the on-air warning mic and camera indicator? I would feel like if you are starting off, uh, if you're starting up a show like we do and stuff, luckily you've got the equipment and all that stuff. That's not something I have to do. But if it was something um, I was trying to do on my own, maybe it'd be something I'd look at. Um, right now we use uh, we use a software and it clearly tells you when you're on and you know when it's muted and when your camera's not working and stuff. So you you kind of get that and you don't have to pay for it. With that being said, uh, me personally, not to be a negative Nancy, but I wouldn't invest in it. But uh, maybe if you're an up-and-comer podcaster and you're doing a, a show and stuff, uh, it, it doesn't seem like a extremely overpriced or anything. No. Um, but, you know, you might be a, a something to look at. But, yeah, you know, I wish it luck. <laughs> it's the best of all the products you've thrown at me so far today. Oh, definitely. And I try to find some, uh, you know, slightly funny, slightly silly ones that, uh, you know, may either completely take off or, or won't. But, uh, you know, in this case, I, I've even been looking for something I could stick just outside of the studio as an on-air sort of thing, just, you know, to kind of fit the overall studio vibe more as a decoration piece than an actual functional thing because mm-hmm. it's just me and jesse here and the dogs the dogs yeah. can't read anyway so they don't care they'll bark exactly and it's and one of those things too as you guys are listening along obviously um if you're watching along let us know below if these are things that you guys would uh invest in always fun to get your take on things too and uh you know it's always good to get other opinions but yeah exactly. it's uh yeah 
And if you guys are interested in any of these, I will be posting them on our Facebook page after the fact, so you can check them out. You can buy it if you choose to, but uh, that does do it for another edition of the Phoenix Tank. All right, folks. Well, guess what? We are headed into the final segment of the show. Yes, it happens just like that, which means it's time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks, and we've made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeartDoozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yeah, boy! cut it off. I don't know how long the damn thing was going to wow. go. Wow, Flavor Flav's got some lung capacity on him. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, boy! <laughs> while you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is flipping caring. Sharing That's is why. caring. Which is why we do this segment each and every day. We like to drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, let's go ahead and kick things off with this date. In 1536, Anne Boleyn's four lovers are executed shortly before her own beheading. Fatality. Your four lovers are going to get head, and then you're gonna lose yours. You're dead. Bye-bye, Anne Boleyn. (laughs) That's a great way to look at it. (laughs) Moving on this day in 1742, the Battle of Chotusitz. Chotusitz, yeah. Prussia, led by Frederick the Great, defeats Austria. Um, And Tony, I know you're looking at this picture. It looks like somebody just snuck up on him and surprised him, right? Well, (laughs) that escalated quickly. We just (laughs) defeated Austria. I I thought it was going to be a bigger fight than that, but uh, (laughs) we defeated Austria. That's weird. Yeah. Moving on, this day in 1824, the diaries of Lord Byron are burnt by six of the poet's friends at the office of John Murray in London, sometimes described as the greatest crime in literary history. Tony, what is your favorite Lord Byron romantic poem? Well, there was the poem of like, uh, it, it was that one but I couldn't finish it because it got burnt. I mean, just everyone ganged up on poor Lord Byron and they're like, nope, this poet, damn this poetry, it's going in the trash. (laughs) Ode to the Fire is my favorite poet. If your friends are burning your own diaries, I I can't imagine it's that good. 
Yeah, I can't believe this dude had a diary. <laughs> this is my dear diary. Today, I took the biggest dump in the world. In fact, owed to the commode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1861, the first color photograph of a tartan ribbon shown by Scottish scientist James Clark Maxwell to the Royal Institution in London. It's crazy to think that there was the ability for a color photograph in 1861 but really didn't hit the mainstream until, what, the 1930s, I want to say? 1940s? I don't know the exact time, but it's just funny because they show this guy in bold HD black and white. Like, it's so sharp and crisp, like the beard's coming at the screen. Look at this. It's color. It's black. <laughs> and it's white. It's a color. It's the first color. I, I discovered it, patent that. Uh, it's color. If I remember correctly, back in 1861, that's when you still had to hold perfectly still for like 20 minutes while the exposure came out. Because if you slightly moved, it looked like you had four arms or two heads. And yeah. So, uh, so Would not be a selfie hoe back in the day. I'd just be like, eh, it's too much work. We're done. Yeah. Moving on this day in 1876, the 7th U.S. Cavalry under General George Armstrong Custer leaves Fort Lincoln. Pretty sure he did it in the library with a candlestick, right? That was yeah, pretty much. General Custer. That, that was, that's that's what he did. Oh, that was Colonel Mustard. Yeah, Cur- Colonel Mustard on the Custer. Check out my mustache; it's huge. <laughs> Looks like Yosemite Sam with a mullet. Yeah, he does. I think uh, <laughs> actually, that's what Yosemite Sam was uh, modeled after. Was really? I believe it was. That, yeah. Dude, because that is a Yosemite Sam mustache. That thing is vicious. <laughs> Yard tooting rabbit. <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1897, the first successful submarine that can run submerged for any considerable distance and combines electric and gasoline engines is launched by the U.S. by its designer, John Philip Holland. And again, something like that, I would not want to be the first person to be in a submerged submarine underwater. And it's never been done before. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, who's signing up for that? Where the hell are they testing it? And uh, no, thank you. You got to have a death wish to do that. Yeah, I'll try it. Right. Be cool. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, this was the first successful one. How many unsuccessful ones were there before yeah. that? No, thanks. Oh, okay. Well, Johnny died. We got to get his brother, Billy. See, Billy will do it because Johnny did it. But now Billy's got to do it. <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1926, Chiang Kai-shek is made Supreme Lord Lord of Canton, Ohio. <laughs> No, he's China. Uh, I'm looking forward to Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. That's that's all I got. When you say Chiang Kai-shek, I'm thinking Shang-Chi in September, man. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's move on this day in 1943. Millionaire Howard Hughes crashes into Lake Mead while test flying his Sikorsky S-43, killing CAA Inspector Cecil Klein and Richard Felt. And uh, it's crazy because he went on, obviously, to lose his mind, but be successful in everything that he did. Nowadays, if you accidentally kill somebody, an official, you'd spend some time behind bars. Yeah. Not Howard Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah, that's crazy to survive. I know it's an accident, but you're just uh, nuts yep. that he went on and survived it. So. Yep. And then lost his mind. Well, let's move on this day in 1961. Fidel Castro offers to exchange Bay of Pigs prisoners for 500 bulldozers. Doesn't sound like a fair trade. I'm going to give you a pig 
for your bulldozer. But it's not just any pig. It's a bay of pigs. Like, it's a lot of them. That's a lot of bacon, if you think about it. There yeah, there were no actual pig chops, but I'm going to need not just one bulldozer, 500. I mean, I know I'm just asking, a, not for much, but just 500. And while Tony jokes there were no actual pigs involved, it was humans for bulldozers, but uh, you know what? That's That was part of part of the trade. So let's keep moving on. This day in 1964, the first Thank Tim you. Hortons coffee and donut shop opens in Hamilton, Ontario. That would be Canada by NHL player Tim Horton. And uh, hey, you know, I'm going to open up a Tim Hortons, eh? We're going to have donuts, coffee. It's going to be good. We might even have bacon. Castro bacon. That's what we might have at uh, Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is a Canadian staple. Obviously, it's sort of like uh, Dunkin' Donuts here, only more popular. I didn't realize it was named after a, uh, a hockey player. I didn't either. That's very popular in Canada. I had a Tim Hortons like donut hole thing in New York a couple years ago when I went. They had it. It was all right. Okay. I mean, I'm sure it would have been better at a real Tim Hortons because yeah. you it's kind of like, you know, Krispy Kremes. They're not everywhere. So you like you get them at gas stations and stuff like that. And they're just not as good. I, it was probably similar to that. So. All right. All right. That makes sense. Well, let's I'd move- like to try it. I hear great things about it. Yeah. Moving on this day in 1970, Hank Aaron becomes the ninth player to get 3,000 hits. And obviously, he went on to break the home run record. And uh, I think he just celebrated his, what, like 92nd birthday, something along those lines. He did, yeah. Terrible uh, baseball player. One of the worst of all time. (laughs) Not really. Fantastic. Moving on this day in 1975, Mick Jagger punches a restaurant window, gets 20 stitches. Boy, he must have been really mad at that restaurant. I'm going to punch you. If you're not watching the video, there's a little bit more to that. Moving on this day in 1980, Paul and Linda McCartney appear on Saturday Night Live. Doesn't say if they performed, they just appear. Linda, welcome to Saturday Night Live. Live from New York. My British accent gets worse and worse. (laughs) Every week. Moving on this day in 1990, cheer star Kelsey Grammer is sentenced to jail for 30 days for a DWI. I didn't realize Damn he it. spent any time in there. It, what a what a beast in a sideshow this Bob is. Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> this day in 1993, Intel's new Pentium processor is unveiled. And now I don't even know what generation we're in right now. But in 1993, I would imagine it's a lot slower than it is now. Yeah. Well, great in 1993. It, uh, I'm sure it moved at the light, uh, the speed of light there. <laughs> and then finally on this day in history, this day in 2020, yes, just one year ago, Michael Jordan's autographed Air Nike first, uh, sorry, Air Nike ones trainers from 1985 sell for a record $560,000 in an online auction. It's a lot of money to spend on sneakers. Yeah. You gotta have a lot of money to burn. Uh, I don't have that kind of money to burn, but, uh, Great on that. And I guarantee that uh, Jordan didn't get even a a dime of that. Like, that's just straight up, you know, right. there's no residual on that one. Well, he's got plenty of money, so he, he's not hurting all that bad. But uh, before no. we head out for the day, as we do, let's run down some of today's holidays where we talk about the things that we like to celebrate. For instance, today is income tax payday. If you haven't done your taxes, they are due today or file an extension. Get it done, man. It is National Cherry Cobbler Day. Not my favorite of the cobblers. 
It is National Mushroom Hunting, not my favorite of the fungus. It is National Pack Rat Day, so pack rats, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just you better uh, you better get rid of some stuff. It is National Walnut Day. It is Pinot Grigio Day. It is World Hypertension Day, World Telecommunication and Information Society Day, and World Neurofibromatosis Awareness Day. So be aware, folks, of that oh, yeah. neurofibromatosis. Folks, that does it for today's show. We will be back tomorrow with Animal Tales. And uh, enjoy your Monday. Yeah, go Abs, go. Peace.